Thank you for tuning in. Overheard with Carolina, Carolina, Carolina. Tips and tricks. Honestly, vote for me for president. Oh my goodness. Overheard. 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 Hi, my little Delulus, and welcome to Overheard with Carolina, or welcome back. I hope everybody has had the most wonderful week. Um, If I'm being honest, I had such an emotionally turbulent week this week. Um, Some in great ways, some in not so great ways. And I could not wait to just sit down and talk with you guys. And this topic today is very on theme for the week. It's so strange. Like, I felt like this week was a really good week for me. Like, I had so much fun. There was so much going on. But for some reason, at the same exact time, I felt like constantly tested by the universe this week just in the way where I was put in so many positions where I had to choose myself and my own peace of mind over everything else and they were kind of difficult decisions but I realized that I'm low-key starting to master this shit so our topic today is going to be being selfish in your 20s and being in your villain era so I have an entire podcast episode about the healing era which I highly suggest if you are going through any situation where you feel you're struggling healing from it, I honestly feel like that episode is some of my best work. It was near and dear to my heart when I put it out and it was so real and raw. So I really feel like if you are struggling with healing, I mean, it could be a friendship breakup, a relationship breakup, your situationship fucked you over. I don't know the prerogative, but I highly suggest listening to that episode. But today we are switching it up. Today, I'm going to be talking about entering your villain era and being so unapologetically committed to yourself that others may view you as a little bit selfish. But the whole theme is we're okay with that. We're in our villain era. This is about us. And obviously, I always want my podcast to be very open demographic to everybody, all ages, literally anyone. But I will say If you do not know, I am 22 years old. I will be 23 coming here very soon, but I am fresh in the start of my 20s, I feel. And I feel like my audience is probably going to be around the same. So I do want to appeal more to that today just because I feel like your 20s are it's a prime, but it's also like the worst time ever, but like the best time ever. But I can already see that they're short and they fly by. So My entire prerogative is being selfish in your 20s, at least. And maybe this will carry on in your 30s and 40s, but homegirl is just not even close to that yet. So I truly just cannot speak on that at the time being. But absolutely anybody is welcome to listen to this episode because the selfish that I'm speaking upon today is important for everybody to have to some extent. So I would definitely consider myself a retired people pleaser I mean, my entire life, I've definitely struggled with telling people no. When someone would ask a favor out of me, I would literally maneuver my entire day to like get it done for somebody. If I had to tell somebody no or I had to like reject something from somebody, I would quite literally have a panic attack before doing it. I'm not sure why I was always this way, but I felt like I was constantly walking on eggshells because I never wanted to upset somebody. I never wanted to hurt somebody's feelings and I never wanted somebody to feel like I wouldn't do absolutely anything for them. Like I have talked about on this podcast a couple times before, I was in a really long-term relationship from a young age and I feel like this amplified my people-pleasing and 
me always thinking of somebody else constantly 24-7. I support people that are in long-term relationships at a young age as long as it's a secure attachment involved in the relationship. And on top of that, as long as you have a really strong sense of individuality, then like I think it could work. But I did not have a strong sense of individuality and I was not securely attached to this relationship. And on top of that, I was already a people pleaser. So all day, every day, like I would wake up and I felt like I was always wondering about like, what did my partner want to do that day? What are our plans? What are we doing? It was never about me and what I wanted to do. And like just simply just about me. So from the ages of 17 to 22 to never just think about me and myself was kind of detrimental because it completely wired my brain to constantly think about other people. Like I just said, I do support relationships at a young age. I have nothing negative to say against it. My only thing is, is I remember when I was in this long-term relationship. I feel like this is so common, especially when like you feel like your partner is going to go off to college or one of you wants to move away. I remember thinking all the time, like I have really big dreams and I would love to move one day. I would love to go to LA or New York and I would love to live my best life somewhere else. And I was completely trampeded by thoughts of like, oh, will my partner come with me? What are we going to do? Would we last long distance? I don't know. Maybe I should just stay. It would be better for the both of us. And it got me thinking. I really feel like your 20s, especially, but just your youth and like the time that you have to really live your best life and go chase after every dream that you have, you ultimately need some form of selfishness to do this. And there is honestly so much beauty in loving someone so much that you're willing to sacrifice parts of yourself. But the love is beautiful, but the willingness to sacrifice parts of yourself, I just truly believe at this time in your life is not. I remember even coming to the end of the relationship, I didn't really want to break up because I knew, number one, I was going to break this person's heart. And then number two, I felt like there were expectations on my relationship, like, oh, they're going to get married. My, you know, my family would talk about planning a wedding. Like, I felt like I was going to let people down if I broke the relationship off. And I did. I did. But ultimately, I knew that at the end of the day, I had to choose myself. And I knew that there was an entire life left to live. And I felt like I was unintentionally dimming my own light without even trying by being in this relationship. And it's not the relationship or the other person to blame. It was just the matter of I was in my comfort zone in that relationship and no growth was happening. And I felt like I wasn't able to chase my dreams while I was there. I was constantly thinking like, oh my gosh, I would love to take a trip by myself. I would love to experience solo traveling. I would love to be able to pick up my entire life and move one day and maybe just for once not need to consider somebody else's opinions and thoughts. And I will say, I feel like this is very common when people are in relationships at a young age and it's not really talked about so much because when you're so in love and you're so happy in the relationship, you're willing to do anything and bend anything to make it work. But I remember when I did have friends my age who were also in long-term relationships, it was kind of like the unspoken truth. I'm not saying everybody feels this way, but I know there are people out there who feel a little bit confined by their relationship, but it's just a matter of if it's worth it or not. Not to quote Taylor Swift right now, but when Taylor Swift in the song Midnight Rain said he wanted a bride and I was making my own name, I mean, I fucking felt that. 
So um, eventually I ended this relationship and it was probably the most selfish thing I've ever done because I knew that I was going to break somebody's hearts. I knew the people that were expecting us to be together forever and get married, breaking their hearts. I mean, I completely chose myself in that moment. And I mean, honestly, I'm really happy I did. And that was just the beginning of my villain era. You're probably like, Carolina, what are all these eras that you (laughs) talk about all the time? Well, let me dabble on villain era. So the villain era is basically where other people might view you as a villain because you are so unapologetically selfish with your time and energy and your decisions and who you talk to and what you allow. I mean, it's being so committed to the highest version of yourself that you are willing to upset anybody in the meantime. And you enter your villain era once you realize that This is all about you. You know, when somebody's like, the world doesn't revolve around you. And then you're like, wait, it kind of does. Maybe that's just me. But I sat and I thought about it and I was like, wait, this is my life. This is my point of view. How the hell is it not about me? We all get one life. And if we don't spend it thinking about ourselves and thinking about everyone else, we will leave it feeling absolutely drained and like we didn't give it all we got. So yeah, leaving that relationship was just the start of my villain era, but it absolutely has not stopped since then. I think the villain era is also about taking your power back. I think when we let people walk all over us, when we let people take advantage of us, of our kindness, of our sweetness, you are not in your villain era and they are actively taking your energy and your power from you. So I truly believe the villain era is the time where you sit down and you take your power back. And you don't do this by being a mean person and you don't do this by acting nasty back towards them because honestly, that is actually still them being able to take your power and your energy from you. So it's not that at all. It's raising your standards and your boundaries so hard that these people no longer have access to you. So like we talked about, I am a retired people pleaser. And then honestly, I sat and I thought about it and I thought about people pleasing, okay? And I realized that, People-pleasing is a version of you trying to have control over a situation, trying to make somebody like you, trying to make somebody understand you, trying to make somebody see how nice and sweet you are. And then I started research about this, and it's actually scientifically proven that when you are constantly people-pleasing and you are actually spineless and don't create opinions and you're not honest about what you want and what you need, it actually quite does the opposite. People tend to become repulsed by that. People can feel you being disingenuine. People can feel that you are just trying to say whatever they want you to hear. People can feel that you are just coming from a place of really wanting to be liked. So on that note, I personally believe in order to take your power back, in order to be in your villain era, you have to get over your fear of rejection. Let people not like you. Let people think that you are the most annoying human being on the planet. Let them think that because just as many people who are going to think that there's going to be just as many people who think that you are so cool and so awesome and so real and raw. The people that I have surrounding me in my life right now, I mean, they just know that I am chaotic and insane, but also loving and sweet and they love it. They don't have an issue with it. And I'm so glad that I showed them the real side of me because now when I start to act like a psycho, they're like, ah, there's the Carolina we know and love. There she is. And not actually psycho, just like dramatic, crazy little 22-year-old psycho. Not really psycho, okay? 
just to clarify, just so nobody's alarmed. But there is truly no better feeling than being loved and accepted for who you actually are to your core and feeling so seen and like heard because people get to see the real you. And when I started to feel just how beautiful that is, this gets me into the next step of the villain era. And this one actually might be the most important. And it's honestly just to have boundaries so strong that you break them for absolutely nobody. I don't care how much you think they are the most amazing person of all time. If they cannot respect your boundaries and your standards, you need to be comfortable with walking away and them losing access to you. The only people who are going to have an issue with your boundaries are the people who no longer can find use for you in their life after you have certain boundaries. Your boundaries are not going to scare the right people away. They're just not going to. And having certain boundaries is actually going to help you speed up the process of finding out who actually deserves and who belongs in your life. And one thing you're going to realize once you start abiding by this is it's actually very scary to set boundaries. I mean, I talk about it like it's a walk in the park, but no, it's not a fucking walk in the park. It's so scary to set them because you're sitting there, fingers crossed, please, please, please respect this. Please, please, please just do right so I don't have to lose you. And when they don't, it's devastating. It's honestly, it could be very devastating, but it's not as devastating as the heartbreak that's going to come along regardless because their true colors are going to eventually show anyways. And to be a person with high value and to view yourself as somebody with a high value, you have to make it look like you are okay. No, not make it look like you need to actually be okay with losing people. And I promise you, people will feel that people will feel, oh my gosh, well, I'm going to respect her and do right by her because if not, I lose access to her. And that is a flex, my friends. That is a flex. If you are in your 20s and you are being mistreated by somebody or you are spending time in a toxic relationship, it is time to go. Your 20s should be about yourself. I truly believe that. And I think that the longer that you keep letting the same cycles happen and the longer that you keep going back to what you know isn't for you, it's only going to harm you in the long run. And also not even that, but it's the fact that these years fly by. Time flies by. And the last thing you want to do is live with regret and wishing that you would have changed when you knew it was time to change. I know it's extremely hard and honestly, leaving my toxic relationship was probably the hardest thing that I've ever done. And I am so proud of myself that I was even able to do it because a lot of people are scared to break that cycle and a lot of people rather stay in their comfort zones. But leaving that toxic relationship was the best thing I've ever done for myself. And I think since then, I realized that there was not one single person on this planet who should make me get out of character or who should take so much energy from me all the time. And now I realize how energy is so expensive. And the minute I realized that it made it so much easier to cut people off and not really speak to them and not have to justify it or over explain myself. It was more just like when I realized that you were taking advantage of me or you were no longer adding to my life, I distanced myself and I took myself out of the equation and I don't need to sit and explain and make you feel okay about it. Like in this last week, I've had somebody from the past reach out to me and it was very emotional for me. But at the same time, I knew that I had to choose my peace of mind more than anything. And I was so proud of myself because, of course, I still care about this person. Of course, I still love this person. But I was like, 
you know, there's just nothing more important than me anymore. And also, Mercury is in retrograde. So you know what? I let it slide. But truly, it was a lot. But at the same time, I was so proud of myself. And I was like, no, sorry. Like, this is about me. And that is the crazy part as well. The minute that you start letting go of people, they probably will eventually come back at one point or check in on you or want to see how you're doing. And that is just the universe's way of testing you if you're actually serious about your boundaries and what you said and what you set. And this week, I proved it to myself that I was serious about it. And oh, I was ecstatic. I was like, yes, go Carolina. You are doing amazing, sweetie. It doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. And it doesn't mean that it's not emotional. And it doesn't mean that it doesn't suck. It does all of it. And as much as it was hurting me to not respond and as much as it was hurting me to not give in to the, you know, emotional back and forth, the communication and creating an open line for them to keep talking to me. I knew in that moment that if I ever wanted to evolve and I ever wanted my life to be so different, I had to move differently than I would have a year ago or even six months ago. I mean, I've said it before and I'll say it again. The Carolina who was here six months ago is just not anymore. And I felt like this week I really proved it to myself. And it crossed my mind so many times like, oh, my God, I feel like this is so rude of me to not respond or I feel like I'm going to hurt their feelings if I don't reciprocate the same energy. But then I remembered I was in my villain era and I was okay with being viewed as mean and heartless and emotionless because I knew in theory that that is not true. I have the biggest heart. I am so sensitive. I am so caring. And that was the old people pleaser in me talking. I feel when like you are a people pleaser for so long, even when you make the executive decision to stop, it will still always creep up on you. I feel like your brain will constantly plant seeds of like, oh, you know, you should be nice. You should do this. You should do that. But I knew that the commitment that I made to myself to be so unapologetically selfish with my time and energy and asking myself, what would the highest version of myself do? And the answer remains the same. The highest version of myself would make the best decision for myself and for my peace of mind and not really worry about who it was trampling on in the meantime. And it might sound a little bit harsh and a little bit mean, but the most important part of all of this is doing it in such a graceful way, not with cruel intention, not with the intent of being rude or emotionless. No, it was doing it with the intent of coming off graceful, but still protecting my own peace. And also knowing that if somebody truly loves me and somebody truly cares about me would honestly sit there and want the absolute best for me, even if that means it isn't the best thing for them. I think this is a really big theme in your 20s too, because I really do feel like your 20s are so up and down and all over the place and the amount of people that are going to come and go. And I think a big theme you learn in your 20s is that nothing is really as permanent as we would like it to be. Some things stick and some things don't. And it's just the natural way of things. And also a lot of us feel very lost and confused and we're just simply trying to navigate through adulthood or transitioning into adulthood. I feel like it's all overwhelming as it is. So I really do believe the best thing you could do for yourself is always choose yourself first and always put yourself on the pedestal. Nobody else. This is your life. This is your world. You are the main character. And yes, your 20s are fucking insane, but find so much peace with the fact that you have yourself and that is the best person to have throughout these insane times. And then the people that actually really love you are going to support you being so unapologetically selfish and in your villain era. I also believe your 20s 
or any point of time in your life, it is always so important to follow your dreams and chase after what you really want and know what you are willing to sacrifice for somebody else, especially in a relationship. I think values, I think morals, and I think your biggest dreams are just something that you should not sacrifice at this point in time. Obviously, I think being a parent changes that. I cannot speak on that whatsoever because I am not a parent and nowhere near being a parent. But I am talking to the single people in your 20s or the people who are booed up in your 20s. No real partner and no real healthy relationship is going to cost you sacrificing things that are so important to you. And please don't convince yourself that that's normal or that's love or that's what it should be. The right person for you is going to want you to choose yourself always. Like I said, personally, I have so many dreams and big goals that sometimes I don't even really discuss with people. I kind of just dream them and chase after them in silence. And I have sat and told myself that no matter what, I am not willing to give up these dreams for anybody. Obviously, I am in my single era and I've been intentionally single for a reason because I feel like I am thriving being single right now because I have unlimited amount of time to focus on myself. Obviously, I don't know what's going to happen. I think anything could happen any day and I need to know that just in case something does happen where I find myself wanting to be in a relationship again, I need to know that I have the strongest commitment to myself more than anybody else. And truly, I kind of figure that one day it is in my dreams to be somebody's wife and maybe somebody's mom one day. And I know that when that time comes and I cross that bridge, I will never get to be as selfish as I am right now. So I am sulking up every single second of my 20s being selfish AF. Another thing that I feel like I have mastered, which I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, it took me so long to grasp this, but saying no when I want to say no. It sounds so simple, but I think when you are a retired people pleaser, it sometimes it's so hard to say no. Even when people invite me out, even when people are like, oh, I miss you. Can we hang out? And even when my social battery is dead, I'm constantly saying yes because I feel like I don't want to let anybody down. Or when people ask me for a favor and I feel like I am to the brim busy and like I really can't swing it and mentally like I just want to rest and I used to always say yes, but now I prioritize myself and I say no when I want to say no. Just like I don't respond when I don't want to respond. I can no longer fake the funk. I really just can't. But it's been one of the best things I've done for myself. So yeah, at this point in my life, being selfish is at the top of my to-do list. And maybe that sounds off-putting to some, but I know deep down inside, I'm not a selfish person. And it actually takes a lot of willpower for me to choose to be selfish. But selfish in the biggest form of self-love type of way. I'm going to wrap the episode up here. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in another week. I am so grateful I hope that this resonated with any of you and it's really not just for the people in your 20s. It's for everybody everywhere. I think this is something all of us should grasp or at least consider grasping. I can't believe people even listen to me talk sometimes. Like every time I get done filming an episode, I'm like, oh my gosh, guys, thank you so much. I feel like this is so cool. So yes, thank you guys so much again. And I will see you next Sunday and keep being hot and keeping selfish. I love you guys the most. Mwah.